Hey everybody, I'm Luke and welcome back to The Breakdown. So Pastor Kurt gave us an awesome message on Sunday, so he is taking this episode off. But today I am joined by... What's up, family? It's Pastor Will. Yes, we are so happy to have you with us today. Yeah, it's awesome to be here again. Awesome, It's been, it's awesome. been a little bit, but um, I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. no, we, we love having you. Um, I enjoy talking with you. I know I get a lot out of... Um, what the Lord's put in you and you always encourage me. And I, I know that you encourage other people. Um, Appreciate that, so bro. we're thankful to have, have you around in our church and also just to share with us today. Cool, man. Okay. Yeah, and I know excited. that you have a, a really special anointing for talking about what we are going to be talking about today, which is spiritual family Yes. Um, and all of that. But I just wanted to just make one quick announcement. Uh, Pastor Kurt did get to this on Sunday. But two quick points. First, School of the Spirit, uh, we're wrapping up our fall semester. Uh, spring semester is open for enrollment. So if you uh, are a student or if you've considered taking a class, definitely get on there, schoolofthespirit.church. Uh, look at what's coming up in spring 2024. Happy New Year. Um, and we can get you signed up if you have any questions. And then also, uh, we are launching a new children's ministry curriculum, yes. which is super, super yeah. awesome. I have launched. It's live. It's it live. Is it is live. It already happened yeah. this Sunday. Yeah. Um, so two points on that. Number one, uh, just as Pastor Kurt said, get involved with your kids. Yep. If you have kids in our children's ministry, get involved in what they are learning. You know, it's super important that just as we have a breakdown of Sunday's messages today, uh, do that with your kids about what they learned um, in children's church um, and go out over the homework, go over all the, the follow-up stuff because it's, it's a really important thing for us as parents. Um, and I say that because I'm also a spiritual parent, right, which man. I found out on Sunday. Um, it's important that we as parents are invested in what the Lord is doing in our children's That's lives right. and not just saying, okay, well, they attended children's church. So that box is checked. Right. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. And, and get involved, serve yeah. in kids ministry. Yes. Yes. So necessary. One of the things about this curriculum is it is homegrown. So it is absolutely prayed for mm. packaged for our children for our people and there are things that it i i know that there are times when parents are looking at at the things that the, their kids are learning they're like "Ooh, i should probably read this before they want to yes. talk about it yes because i don't remember yeah. this yeah. so enjoy learning but also enjoy the conversations that you have with with your kiddos about mm. it so awesome like so seriously shout out to the entire his kids teaching curriculum team. There's, there's a lot of work being put into this. Mm -hmm. And um, I know I, for one, am going to take it full advantage of it with my kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the cool thing, the cool thing about uh, children's ministry and what is taught is those lessons are just as applicable yep. to us who are adults who are grown. Yeah. Right. Yes, because spiritual truth is yeah. spiritual truth, absolutely. whether it's taught to an adult or to a small child. Yeah. From generation to generation. Yeah. That's and good. Jesus said, Jesus said, you must become like a little child yeah. if you wish to see the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. yeah. So. It's cool. It's cool embracing the kingdom like a little child with, uh, with innocence as far as um, not being tainted by the world. Yeah. And just taking, taking it all in for what it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, that's so true because kids, 
You just tell them to do something and they might, they might give you some resistance, but they all, they take things at say, at face value. Yeah. And that's how our faith is supposed to be right. with the Lord is just take him at his word, take yeah. him at face value. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. That's really good, so, yeah this is great. Um, so we're coming into the message, um, a place for everyone, the importance of a spiritual family. Yeah. And I just wanted to, um, cause when I was, when I was thinking about, um, what is that we were going to talk about? I really just wanted to uh, flesh out that I, that concept of spiritual family. Yeah. Maybe it's the first time that you've heard that term. Uh, maybe you didn't even realize that you're part of a spiritual family. You're like, yeah. I go to this church. But to be a member of a church is to be a member of a local spiritual family. Yeah, absolutely. And we are part of the broader spiritual family, which was God's idea in the first place. Yeah. You know, when God called Abraham, um, he said that he that Abraham would be the father of many yeah. nations and his his descendants would be as numerous as the sands of the uh, of the seashore. Yep. And yeah. in Galatians, in, in Galatians chapter three, verses six through nine, Paul talks about um, how it's not only just the physical descendants of Abraham, not just the Israelites, not just the Jewish people. But it's those who um, believe in God, who who receive this message of salvation yep. um, through Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I'll just read those verses real quick. It says, in the same way, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. The real children of Abraham then are those who put their faith in God. What's more, the scriptures looked forward to this time when God would make the Gentiles right in his sight because of their faith. God proclaimed this good news to Abraham long ago when he said, all nations will be blessed through you. So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. That's so good. And Paul is building a case there. Mm -hmm. And the verse that we used to go with this value, we very heavily lean on this because we are a, we understand that we are a spiritual family here. And, uh, and Paul, the verse that we use is Galatians four, seven. And Paul is saying with all of that in mind, therefore you are no longer a slave, mm. but a son. Amen. And if a son, then an heir through God. And when we understand what, what we have available to us Amen. as an heir, of the most high God, we can then take on that sonship, that daughtership. We can then take right. on that identity mm-hmm. that's been given to us by God. And it really turns everything yeah. on its head. Like, okay, now I can really mm. embrace who I am. It's no longer about doing. Right. It's all stemming from who we are. It's all stemming from being. Right. And that understanding of spiritual family mm-hmm. brings to light who we are with each other as well. Mm. And that brings to light how, how Jesus said, yes, this is how they will know that you are my disciples, yes. that you have love for one another. Right. And so that what's so really awesome about this is the discipleship uh, part of it. And I was talking about to Kurt afterward and he said, you know, I didn't even think about discipleship in regard to it, but that is absolutely <laughs> 100%. what it is. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. He was just like, yeah. I wasn't even trying to, it was, this is what the Lord birthed in him and he delivered mm-hmm. it. And after the fact, he's like, oh yeah, that is discipleship. <laughs> well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I, I knew you'd be 
you'd be perfect to share on this because that that is your heart. Absolutely. Anyone talking to you for five minutes knows your heart is discipleship. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, because it's, it's not just that we get these concepts, but we understand how they apply to us and not only how they apply to us, but how they are supposed to come out of who we are now in yeah. Christ. Yeah, for sure. And the... Uh, and the amazing thing about the way that Pastor Kurt did it, mm. oh my goodness, it was so cool. The moment that he had the first generation of people stand up, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's doing this with everyone. Everybody's <laughs> about to get it was great. Um, an encouragement, mm -hmm. a challenge, uh, prophetically communicated yeah. uh, next steps to them, prayer. I'm like, this is just... This is this is it, man. Like, okay, Lord, take me now because this no, is amazing. Absolutely, and I'll speak to that personally. Yeah, um, I told you a little bit before, but uh, when he had uh, those who, so he had the the spiritual grandparents stand. Yep. That was all like all well and good, yeah. um, but then when he had the spiritual parents stand and yep. he went by age like thirty to fifty five, I'm like, wow, uh -huh. okay, I'm I'm thirty two, so I'm yeah. standing for this. Yep. Now I'm single. Mm -hmm. I don't have kids. Um, from Sunday, it's yeah. really changed my own outlook on myself. That's good. You That's know, good. Yeah. like I, because I, I've I've considered myself like someone's spiritual brother, right. someone's spiritual son, um, but I've never considered myself a spiritual parent. Yeah. And hearing that and receiving that, it's it's completely quickened quickened me yeah. and sharpened me in how I now view those who are coming after yeah, me. Absolutely. Where even though I'm single, I don't have physical children. Mm -hmm. um, I can have spiritual children. Yeah, you can. And I should relate to those under me as as spiritual children. Absolutely. And the um, what's really cool about the verse that he used, 2 Timothy, I absolutely love this because I'm trying to remember if he said it in the in the message. Yeah, he did. Timothy is Paul's yes. spiritual son. Yeah. He went he went through the background a little bit, but the history that they had, the way that they journeyed together mm -hmm. and then Paul released him and yet here he is, Timothy, pastoring a a body of people, mm -hmm. a, a spiritual family on his own is still receiving from yeah. his spiritual father so that he can pass yes. it on to his own spiritual sons and yes. daughters. There's so much richness found in this and and Paul is delivering it so that he can uh, one of the things about 2 Timothy is um it's known as this is his uh his last will and testament. You know, this is his last thing that he's giving mm. to his son before he goes and, and right. he knows it and he's like these wow. right here are very precious things that you need to remember. Remember me in this way. Mm. And so he's saying, in this, take a note of who you have to pour into yes. in the same way that it was evident in your mother yes. and in your grandparents. It's evident in you, in you. And you need to, in the same way that your, your mom, mm -hmm. your grandmother poured into what you have, do the same on the way down, make sure that you are passing it on. Mm. And so it's really cool how, how Pastor Kurt said, everyone that is here, everybody that is here, realize your identity, yeah. embrace it. And you just said it right. in embracing that it opens your eyes right. and opens and opens you up to the responsibility that you have. Right. And once you see that, 
you've got two options. You're going to mm-hmm. obey or disobey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, because with every role, with every identity comes a level of authority yes. Um, yes. And, and function. And so yeah. it's important that we truly know who we are. And and you you brought this up when you were talking about, I think it was Galatians 4. Yeah. Um, where you said that, uh, you know, now we are no longer slaves. We are, right. no, long, we are no longer orphans. Like nope. Jesus says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans no. in this world. No. He's made us sons and and we are co-heirs with Christ. That's yeah. what the scripture says. But a lot of times it takes a while for us to come into that realization. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we get these other terms that Pastor Kurt brought up, yeah. uh, which would be like a, an orphan spirit yeah. or a widow spirit. Could you just flesh that out for us? Because I, I think some people may may they might have trouble understanding yeah. exactly what that means. And yeah. maybe even sometimes like people who are struggling with that, like they don't, they don't really know how to put a, a label like that on it. Absolutely. So, so for one, we can take on these, uh, we can partner and take on these identities that aren't actually supposed to be on us mm-hmm. that then remove our, just like you were saying, yeah. our, our authority and responsibility to who we are. Yeah. And, and we end up seeing the world a certain way and operating, living in the world in a way that's that's totally not right. what the Lord wants for us. Right. So in regard to the orphan spirit, we then feel like we're alone, yep. that we're neglected, even uh, rejected, mm. as in on purpose. Like I have been orphaned, not just by some circumstance, right. but simply by... Um, complete full-on rejection right by people right neglect and so that that shame and and that guilt or even even the words what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. or uh embracing any of that then puts a a wall up to the truth so now there's there's literally a prison that you're living in Mm. that where these walls that are around you are are lies Mm. there are lies that need to be uh, broken down things that right. that need to look no longer be partnered with in order to embrace the spirit of right. sonship. Right. In order to embrace that sonship. In right. order to embrace the the uh, the spirit of adoption, mm-hmm. because that's what the Lord has done for us. He has uh, adopted us, grafted right. us in. Right. We might not be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might not be Jewish. Right. Because that is. Yeah. That's where the line mm-hmm. of Jesus. Um, comes from you you brought up abraham but we've been grafted Mm. in we've been taken from another another tree yes another uh, a branch of another tree and mended into Mm. the family of god amen so that we now aren't orphans amen Amen. we are full-on family right and 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 if if i'm hearing you correctly which i'm pretty sure i am it's these these uh, feelings, yeah. they're not just they're not just from our head. Like people actually have re- could have rejected you. They yeah. could have right. abused right. you. Yep. Um, you could have abused yourself. And yep. then there are ramifications of that. We have yeah. these these feelings that go along with our sin. Yeah. Because uh, all of this results from either our sin yep. or, that we've done to somebody, or, or sin that someone has done to us. Exactly. So those feelings are yes. legitimate. Yes. But what you're saying is in Christ, I have a completely new identity. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I just finished having 
um, uh, a conversation with with Emily Eckerson, our mm-hmm. buddy, and she when when Pastor Kurt started preaching for his service, she texted me. She's like, "Is he really? Is he really about to go in on discipleship like this?" And so it was just yeah. very excited. I was uh, on the other end of the building, That's and awesome. so she, I was like, "Oh man, I got to rush back to the service now." And we were just talking about how what's available to us through Christ mm. is just so spectacular, right. and and exactly what you're saying. No matter what we have gone through, experienced, um, that has led us to the place where we are today, that does not need to be our identity right. anymore. Just like Galatians is saying, because of the work of Christ right. on the cross, we now can let go of all of that because he has something else for us to embrace. Amen. Amen. So so the blood of Jesus has covered yes. all of that. Yes. And so by virtue of that, I have full access yes. to the throne room. I have full access to all the riches in Christ Jesus yeah. and everything that I need. But I have to see myself for who I truly am, yeah. which is a, a son who is saved and redeemed yes. yep. and bought. Um, and I can't be listening to the voice of the accuser, no. Satan, who no. would want me to be deceived and say, yeah, no, you are you are an orphan. Nobody likes you. Right. You can't, you're not good for anything. Mm-hmm. Like you are, you are a, you are a widow with, with no, right. no one to care for you. Mm. Um, people have forgotten you. Right. Those are all lies from yep. Satan. Yep. And this is why I, I, why Pastor Kurt was emphasizing the context of spiritual family, because yeah. we all are even, even in our, our mature state as believers, yeah. we're still subject to these lies. This Because the accuser's always right there. If yeah. he can feed you a lie, he will. Yeah. Um, and we're all vulnerable. But Pastor Kurt said that, a, that pretty much most of our issues or all of our issues yeah. can be solved and fixed within the context of a spiritual family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just in the way that you're talking about not listening to the voice of the accuser, what are the voices that are in our lives that we do need to Amen. listen to? Yes, absolutely. Scripture, the voice of God Amen. and the voice of believers mm-hmm. that have been sent to be our spiritual fathers and mothers yes. and the way that they father and mother with the care and the mm-hmm. direction and the love right. and the leadership, all of that, listening to those voices when we when we have those healthy relationships in our lives that builds us up mm-hmm. that encourages us it challenges us it pushes us forward it makes it so that we know that we're not abandoned that we're not left out in the in the dust in the desert all alone no we have the lord speaking to us through these individuals these spiritual uh, fathers and mothers and uh, one of the things that pastor kurt hit us with Early on is our own personal responsibility as uh, whether it's grandparents, parents or children, there is a responsibility to pass on. Mm. We, it needs to get passed on. And it's really cool how how he put it like this, this challenge of um, you have a responsibility to grow yourself and others. And if there is breath in your lungs, there's time to empty. Amen. So here we are growing. And not just growing so that we're, you know, in mm-hmm. in and of ourselves, right. just these jacked individuals. No, we're growing so that right. we can pass it on right. and encourage yes. others to grow also. Yes. Well, because well, that's the thing is when we when we speak truth yeah. one to another, you know, yep. 
Paul writes, like, speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, yeah. you know, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord. That's how our interactions are to yeah. be. We're yes. supposed to be singing beautiful music to one another, yeah. which is God's truth. Yes. Um, calling each other out of those lights, c- calling ourselves back into our true identity yes. as sons and daughters of God. Yeah. And then it's from there that we recognize our authority that we have in Christ, mm-hmm. which is really Christ just moving through us. We are his vessels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when we do that, that is how the kingdom expands. Yeah. Um, and Satan knows that in order to sabotage the kingdom work, because he can't take yep. you out of the palm of God. No. But he will try to make you to forget who you are. Yes. And then to isolate you from yep. a spiritual family. And yep. then you can sit in the dark with the yeah. lies. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's another part of it, too. You can literally walk yourself mm-hmm. right into this this place right i'm gonna walk myself into the cell i'm gonna shut the door and i'm gonna lock it behind me mm. and be in this prison right but we are no longer slaves we are no longer slaves. we are no longer yeah. bound and uh and we're no longer prisoners he has freed us for the sake of freedom alone because when we are free then we're free to embrace mm-hmm. the identity that he has for us free to receive the responsibility that is on us and free to pass it on to others. And, um, and that was such a heavy point to deliver that we are choosing, we are all choosing to either grow spiritually or stay stagnant. And so with our, with our choice, our free will, what is it that we are choosing? Because we have, once you said that Mm -hmm. you, your eyes were open to because you oh, serve yeah. in the oh, kids yeah. ministry. Yep. I mean, yep. not the youth, kids, youth the ministry. Youth yeah. ministry. Yeah. Your eyes were open to who is right. already around yeah. you that you're that you have the ability to pour into. Absolutely. Yeah. And then that responsibility. What what happens next? Right. Of being a spiritual parent yeah. because there's a there's a, a there's an authority and a responsibility that goes with that. Yes. Um. And I I had never thought of myself that way. Yeah. To be yeah. honest. Um. And so it it's it's both. There's like a heavy responsibility, mm-hmm. but it's also way more exciting. Yeah, for sure. Because you understand like how God really wants to use you. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited to see where, where that goes with me personally. Yeah. Um, but what would you say to someone who says, all right, Pastor Will, um, I'm hearing what you're saying, spiritual family. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But, you know, I was part of a spiritual family before. There we go. And people who I thought were my spiritual parents, my spiritual brothers and sisters, children, uh, we got, I got hurt by them and I, I don't, I don't know if this is really all that it's cracked up to me the way, mm. the way that you're saying it. Yeah. So how do you handle that? What I would say is, um, to expect to not get hurt is a lie. Mm. You, you need to know that yes, we are all human and that is, that is part of it. We're open, we're opening ourselves to other people that can hurt us, but that's not the only thing about it mm-hmm. because to only remember the hurt means that you're completely forgetting all of the benefits yeah. of spiritual family. So uh, let's talk about the hurt for a moment. Those are opportunities for forgiveness mm-hmm. and the amount of healing and unity that happens when we forgive is even more Amen. unifying and and gives even more power to the Lord for what what forgiveness does in us physically spiritually emotionally mm-hmm. where we don't end up staying in those prisons any longer yeah and so uh just touching touching on that hurt for mm-hmm. a little bit now 
forgetting that lie that whatever happened to me in the past, that'll never happen again because I'm never going to open up to anybody. Yeah. Speaking those always and nevers, that's a prison in and of itself. Yeah. Leave that yeah. behind mm-hmm. because what the Lord wants to do in the next, I'm not at all um, uh, just dismissing right. any experiences because I've, I've felt hurt by others. I've gone through church hurt. I've gone through spiritual um, mm-hmm. sonship hurt. Yeah. That's, that's happened. Yeah. It, it happens. But what the Lord does is when the time for that particular break comes, he's not leaving us alone. If people have come to his Providence church by way of another church that hurt them, there's, there's healing that can and will happen there. And then there's also um, bonds that can and will happen here because right. the Lord has brought all of us here right. for a purpose for the next season. Right. And so what I would say to them is be open for what the Lord wants to do in this season, both with forgiveness as well as a, a reawakening right. of, that, uh, of that relationship because Absolutely. he wants to pour more mm-hmm. into you and out of you out of because you. there are Amen. other people Amen. that he wants you yes. to pour into. Yes. And so I was talking to somebody just yesterday and she was, she was actually saying that she's come from another church and that she's here now, but yet she hasn't really found her, where she fits mm. because of what she's looking for. And I said to her, I said to look in one place for all of those things. Right. No, you're going to uh, receive from others, so but you're also going to pour out. So be open to the Lord with how he, who he wants you to receive from and who he wants you to pour out to. Pastor John um, likes to speak in conduit language. Mm-hmm. We're, not just, we're not just vessels. Yes, we are vessels, yeah. but we're also conduits where yes. the Holy Spirit will pass through us mm. for, for his purposes. Amen. And Amen. we're not going to just you know, keep it all to ourselves. No. You know, we're, no. You know, we, we as, uh, I'll say, American Christians can do the consumerism thing very well. Mm-hmm. We, we've got that on lock. Yeah. But the the legacy thing, the conduit thing, is where the Lord really wants us. It's not just for me. I right. have to pass this on. And that's exactly what Paul was saying to Timothy here. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, the the first step in overcoming that hurt and plugging yourself back in, it, it's, yeah. it's really... Uh, one of Pastor Kurt's final points, which was yeah. own your role. Yes. Um, yes. You know, maybe you're having you've you've been hurt, and and it's it's scary to and and disconcerting to think about like you know I'm going to do this again. Yeah. But it's okay. From what place are you going to do it again? Right. right. When you do it from understanding who you are. Okay. Yeah. If you're in that age bracket of spiritual grandparents, like mm-hmm. okay. I've been hurt in the past, but God covers the past. Yeah. Um, I'm going to own it as a spiritual grandparent. I'm going to own it as a spiritual parent. Um, I'm going to um, find a spiritual parent as a spiritual, as a, as a spiritual child. I'm going to find, find someone to pour into me to help me overcome these, these issues. When you own your role, you yeah. understand how you're going to approach your, your next step and function and then out of that, you then see the Lord flowing out of you to yep. others. And, yeah. and that is, 
I, I will say like that's those are some of the most healing and satisfying moments for me is when I see how I, as a broken vessel, right. have been used right. by the Lord to accomplish something in someone else's life. Isn't not, that amazing? Yeah, not to bring like my own self no, glory. No. But it's like you really like you really see how like wow, like I'm I got to do that. Yeah. But me, Luke Rock is in the background and right. Jesus took yes. Jesus took the spotlight. Absolutely. And the only way we can do that is if we're willing to step out and be plugged into those those around us as a spiritual family. Yeah. And and that is where the Lord gets the glory mm. because we're not keeping the glory for ourselves. Yeah. If we're being honest with ourselves, that glory doesn't belong to us. We're able to give him and direct those to God, to mm-hmm. God be the glory. Amen. And uh, that's exactly what Pastor Kurt was saying. We can't be isolated. We have to have to stay plugged in. And in that plugging in, it's so cool to see exactly what you're saying. What the Lord was giving to us to nourish us can now be given to somebody else to nourish them. Right. And it, it's that, you know, this is that's the easy stuff. That's the low hanging fruit that people are able to Amen. Uh, to just pick Amen. off. But then there's more as we're journeying with people, which is what's so important about greenhouses, too, because the, here are these these uh, spiritual families that exist so that we can um, journey together and watch the Lord do not just one thing in a moment, but multiple things over a season. Mm-hmm. And and so that's, you know, that's an encouragement yeah. for those that are in greenhouses yeah. to stay in, those Good that aren't to, you know, to, yeah. to get in. That's one way Absolutely. of of um plugging in. And another and another is showing up on Tuesday night prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just show up on on Sunday. Show up on at, to Tuesday night prayer yeah. because there are opportunities there as well to be poured into as well as to be led by the Lord to to pour out as Amen. as we're going through Amen. this journey with Amen. with each other. Yeah. Um and there's so many there's so many different ways and um and we could talk about that. Yeah, no no, I, I was I was about to ask you and you went yeah. right into it. What are some practical ways that we can go about doing this? Like what are the practical steps? Cuz we can talk about you know yeah. the the theology of it we can talk about um even like the healing process but it's like but what does that look like practically yeah so for one uh to to address the three different generations so um grandparents 55 plus okay uh it was so cool to see so many people uh stand up and take ownership of that grandparents all three generations <laughs> yep you're not be, spiritually retired. <laughs> right, right. Be open to how the Lord is leading you because there are people that he's put around you mm-hmm. to pour into. And so prayerfully be open. Okay, so who am I pouring into and being committed to stay in and and not just in a moment, but for a season? And as the Lord is giving you just the, just like Pastor Kurt was saying on Sunday, as the Lord is giving you something to, to pour into them, watch them in their, in their parenting, live it out and just be so, so filled with joy as they're living it Mm -hmm. out and, and be there for them when things get hard and be ready to be that, you know, to be Jesus, mm. hands and feet, Amen. comforting, loving, welcoming. And so 55, 55 plus be those grandparents that, uh, that can take the, the, take on that role of, it, this is a, a ridiculous joke that I heard where, um, 
grandparents' relationship to their parents and kids. It's like, wow, these grandkids are phenomenal. And that's God saying, good job not killing your kids. (laughs) Because it does get stressful at times. But guess what? There are so many benefits that come out of that. So many things. And you're able to see that legacy get Mm. passed on. And that's that's the point of that. So now to the parents, 30 to 54, 30 to 54 year olds, this is us. This is us. And we're, and we're like, okay, Lord, how do we embrace this parenting thing? What I'll say is what you do is every day. Okay, Lord, what is it that you want me to surrender to you so that I can teach yeah. these kids so that I can teach the, what is it that they're going through? Mm. Not even th- that I went through that I could tell, right. no, no, that you yeah. want me to give them some measure of truth. Whether it's something that I just read, something yeah. that I uh, received from you, something that I did experience, and lean on each other too. Hey, here's something that that uh, that's going on. So your peers, lean on lean on your peers, and here's something that I I see that's going on with my spiritual son or daughter, mm. and that allows for hey, we're arm in arm in this. Amen. We're doing this together. The the thing about spiritual family, it's not just Parents to children. We're talking about aunts and uncles, grandparents, yeah. all of that in there. Oh, yeah. Because you even said, yeah, oh, yeah. I, you know, with some of the people, I felt more like a spiritual older brother. Right. Yeah. Those those relationships yeah. exist also. And in that, we're able to receive yes. and pour out to our peers also. Yes. But then into that that legacy, there are um, there are things that the Lord has given us that aren't supposed to die with us. Amen. Amen. And that, you know, passing that on to the children. Mm-hmm. And now uh, speaking to those uh, 29 and unders, there are hundreds yes. in our community. Oh, yes. There is a plethora of people to pour into, parents and children. There are definitely plenty of people for you to receive Amen. from. Amen. But what's yeah. really interesting about all three age groups is all of it is done in humility. Mm. And so um, whether it's greenhouse, yeah. whether it's something like uh, the young adult group yeah. or, um, or youth even group, ser- yeah, youth yeah. group serving in, in some sort of a way, but also receiving in a way where you're able to receive. So be mm. plugged in, be plugged into a greenhouse as a spiritual child. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's such you never stop place. being a spiritual child no. in one sense. You know, it's like true. I'm I'm a spiritual child. You know, there's people older than me, right? So right. so I still have to be receiving. Yeah. Yeah. And be plugged into like serve in his kids. Because guess what? The people that serve, the people that teach, they're not just there right. pouring out. Right. They're receiving from the leads of the mm-hmm. rooms. They're receiving from the uh the shepherds of that group yeah whether it's uh pastor holly and her you know her amazing gifting her and her husband roger and and the team that they have there is a lot of uh there's a lot of spiritual family that happens there too yeah it's a fun one too man Mm -hmm. some of the parties that they put on and some of the things that they do it's great so these are are few ways that any of these people in these generations can stay plugged Plug in, in, yeah. in order to yeah. in order to receive and pour out. Um, and I would definitely say join a greenhouse. Like that, that's if you're not in one, you should be in yeah. one. Yeah. Um, because we are called to have relationships here. If you call this church your church, yep. 
uh, you need to be invested in those around you. For sure. Um, and like Pastor Kurt said, it's impossible on a Sunday morning to really form these deep connections. Yeah. We can we can it's we true. can form some, right? Um, but to really go life on life, right. you have to uh, you have to get out of out of this context. Yeah. And the greenhouses are perfect for that. So Definitely. get into a greenhouse. Yeah, the, and the greenhouse is absolutely amazing for that. And I'm even going to give a plug to something coming in 2024. Ooh. Um, okay, we are we very much. Um, several of us have been prayerfully asking the Lord, how do we do discipleship better here? And so there's, there are some things on the, on the horizon regarding discipleship and some that are, uh, you know, official groups, but then even some where it's just resource. Okay. How do I disciple better? How do I make disciples better? How do I, um, understand what the, what the commission is in order to absolutely be successful at it. So we're going to be talking about that a lot in, in 2024 and seeing that happen more and more where this is very much um, going to be just, uh, you know, happening. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, very, very exciting. Lots of awesome stuff. For sure. Um, excited to see what happens in the new year. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so, so excited about this and thank you for asking. And Pastor Kurt, thank you for bringing an awesome message that then allowed me to be so fired up that I can be here and share about it. I, I mean, we could talk about this all day. <laughs> oh, but, seriously, you're good. Um, if you don't mind, just please close us in prayer. Absolutely. I'd love to. Lord God, we are so grateful to you, God. We're so grateful for um, how you, in this perfect time, birthed this message in Pastor Kurt and how you, Holy Spirit, uh, caused him to deliver it in such a way that we all were able to receive from you, God, be cared for by you, be prophesied, spoken mm, into, amen. encouraged, challenged, and now released to receive and pass on what you have for us, God. And and I'm so grateful to you, God, and, and the timing, the timing that you have caused this to come forward, Lord. So, Lord, as this word is uh has now been planted in good soil lord may you water it and may it grow and and bring much life and fruitfulness into the lives of many lord that that anybody that feels bound up lord that they they would receive freedom because of the truth here lord and anybody that feels like a spiritual orphan or mm. or widow lord that they would find connection and find um family here, God. And as you do that, Lord, may there be so much legacy, truth, righteousness, joy, and hope that is passed on, Lord, all for the sake of not just the individual, but your kingdom. We're so grateful to you, God. We love you and thank you. You're so good to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, that's it for this week. I'm Luke. And I'm Will. And that's The Breakdown. We'll see you next week. Love you, family. Give me up.